0: Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and in light of the recent events, your continued support means everything to myself and my employees. To thank you, we're having the biggest sale ever on all my pillow bedding. Get my pillow bed sheets for as low as $29.98, a set of pillowcases for only $9.98. In this economy, instead of buying a new bed, rejuvenate your bed with a my pillow mattress topper for as low as $99.99. We also have blankets in a variety of sizes, colors, and styles, like plush, waffle, or gossamer, for as low as $29.98. We even have pet blankets from small size to the ones for your car. Get huge discounts on duvets, quilts, down comforters, and so much more. So go to mypillow.com or call that number on your screen. Use your promo code and you'll get huge discounts on all my pillow bedding, including my pillow bed sheets, for as low as $29.98. Get all your shopping while quantities last. Please order now.
1: Make sure and use the promo code Kate K A T E and get those savings and help Truth in Radio. Thanks, you guys.
0: The mainstream media, because someone has to be in charge of selective outrage in this country. The Kate Daly Show starts now. You stood up here and said, trans women are women. Yes. Tell me what you mean. What is a woman? Womanhood is something that, just as Ethan explained, I cannot define because I am not myself. you used the word. So what did you mean when you said trans women are women if you don't know what it means? Right. So here's the thing. So I do not define what a woman is because I do not identify as a woman. Womanhood is something that is an umbrella term. It includes people who. That describes what? People who identify as a woman. Identify as what? as a woman. What is that? What's to each their own? But listen, you will you tell me you what the word reduce, means, though. So that's the problem. You want to reduce problem. women,
1: you want to reduce men down to maybe just their genetics, our genitals, no. our chromosomes, right? That's what you're saying. What, what, you, what like.
0: you want to do is appropriate women. You want to appropriate womanhood okay. and turn it into basically a costume that could be worn.
1: Hi there. Welcome to Kate Daly Show. Milty's out today. It's just me and... Um, I'm really excited to have you. Big thank you to Chris Ann Hall, our constitutional expert and attorney, for coming on. And she stayed extra. So we had two segments with her. It was really good. She was talking about Speaker of the House and also the new movie, The Sheriff, and how everybody needs to know what that role means in your life, how much the sheriff can actually do for you, because most sheriffs don't know surprisingly, and her movie is just taking people by storm. It is uh, uh, fantastic. And um, January 14th, they have another premiere and it will eventually be on DVD, but the sheriff, and you can go to noncompliantmovie.com for that. I also have a wonderful guest in this hour, and this is going to be a really candid discussion. I'm excited to introduce you to emma dowd she reached out to the show and she actually has her own show and so she'll talk about that too she has her own radio show and is uh is intersex and so i want to find out what that means what her life's been like um, the messages that she has for people Uh, she has lived as a woman and a man and I'm actually excited to talk to you, Emma, because we talk about these things a lot. This is consistently in our face right now. Let's be honest. That clip from Matt Walsh—that was a big uh, movie. P- you know, people have been have been watching that those clips, and so right now it's kind of a heated discussion in America. And so I welcome you to the show, Emma. How are you? Thank you. I'm doing great. How are you? Excellent. So let's tell us a little bit about your life especially um the part of um of being an intersex what does that mean
2: intersex is actually out of the lgbtq it's lgbtqia i is intersex Mm -hmm. but it is one of the least common um uh letters in that entire phrase okay um it's very rare and Mm -hmm. it's, it's becoming a little bit more more prevalent which is kind of worrisome to me Mm -hmm. but anyways back in back when I was born it was almost it was like one in like sixty thousand people had this problem
1: okay
2: and it can come with different situations so there are some that you can have a genital um, your genitals are are technically malformed Mm -hmm. so you can have you can have little bits of both genitals it could be just a chromosomal thing it can be a bunch of different things now for me I was born as a 46 xxcah which is congenital adrenal hyperplasty which means that when i was born you have both sets of genitals mm-hmm. um and so i have a uterus and i have a ovaries mm-hmm. but i also had the uh i also had like male genitals and and part female genitals so okay. that was fixed as a baby so, And that's what was very common back in those days. That's what they did. That The doctors said, so what do you want to make it? You mm-hmm. want to make it a boy? You want to make it a girl? Right. And if you had enough boy parts, they would mostly try to make you a male. Mm-hmm. The reason being, and it makes a lot of sense, they say that... You know, if you were to trans this child and make them a female, and they were, and you were wrong, mm-hmm. it would be twice as hard to rebuild the male genital and have it work correctly. I see. And if you make them, if you make them male that they want to change to female, that we were wrong there, it's a lot easier to do. And okay. they were right with that. Okay. There's nothing. There's nothing outside of that, that that's that's false. But the problem with it is, is that by doing so. Mm-hmm. Now that puts that person at risk depending on which one they do. So I was born with an XX chromosome, which makes me chromosomally and genetically female. I have the reproductive system of a female, but now I don't have the ability to have a period (laughs) or do anything else like a normal female would. Now, as a child, this isn't a problem. Mm-hmm. because you know on, honestly you can make a you can make a child look like a like a little boy very easily right. uh, you know a little girl make a, make like a boy or a little uh, girl uh, lo- a little boy make, make them look like a girl so it wasn't a big deal until about the time when you start to get interested in the opposite sex mm-hmm. or you start to go through puberty for me i am lucky enough that i went through puberty later in life than a normal person would and that would be kind of expected in this type of situation But for some other people, they may not have that luxury as I did. I see. But I started to realize when I got into eighth grade that, you know, everybody's sitting there like, you know, partnering up and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. And I just wasn't into that. That wasn't my type of thing because of the fact that I knew that I was, I was a boy Mm -hmm. yet I'm sitting there attracted to guys and I didn't understand why. Um, and I couldn't go out, ask out girls because I mean I couldn't go ask out those guys because of where I lived. I mean, I lived in, I, you, if you can understand where i live in in, in florida here it is uh, it is very very, very old fashioned, very, very backwoods and very, I guess you could say redneck, okay. I guess that's the best way of saying it. Mm-hmm. So anything like that was extremely taboo. And I used to get bullied a lot for it. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, well, am I gay? Is this mm-hmm. what is what this problem is? And I've always known that something was weird. I always had the more female tendencies. I always thought like a female. I, I, I when I played house in school and stuff like that, I was always upset when they weren't giving me the, uh, the female role. So I was mm-hmm. like, this is kind of stupid because I, I don't, I'm not a guy.
1: Right, you know, right.
2: but I, I didn't quite understand what that all meant, but I was, and I wasn't able to communicate that back in the day. Mm-hmm. So when it came to trying to find, you know, your, your partners and stuff, I didn't ask out any girls because mm-hmm. I wasn't interested in them. And so I started to get the, Oh, you're gay and everything like that. And so I started to get bullied and stuff like that, which made it even harder for me to go to school. Mm-hmm. So when I got into high school, I know this is going to sound absolutely horrible, but I used to, I used to have or pay my my girlfriends mm-hmm. to be a girlfriend just I to see. get them off me because they realized that how many people were right. hurting me and mm-hmm. doing bad things to me mm-hmm. so i did that and now at the end of my 10th grade year when i moved when i moved to, to florida from connecticut i was held back a year mm-hmm. not a full year but just like a couple months because of the fact that my birth date was a little off mm-hmm. however when i was when i was in connecticut i was in 6th grade and i was in uh, uh, florida here they put me back like fifth grade, for like three months. Mm -hmm. So when I literally hit my junior year, I was 18 years old. Okay. So at the end of my, at the end of my sophomore year is when I started to see two things happening. And it was a really turbulent time for me because my parents had just divorced and, um, I was sitting there starting to have like these little lumps underneath my nipples. And I was Mm -hmm. like, oh my God, this is, this could be cancer. And they were really painful. So it's not like something that's just like, you know, you hit yourself and you get a little lump.
1: And you didn't know, know. you didn't know that, um, that they had to pick when you were born.
2: I didn't No, Nobody told me anything. Mm -hmm. I also didn't know that I was a twin either, which is even crazier. Yeah. So, um, So at that time when that started happening, then I started having ulcers. Now I took my senior year as like a time off and I really worked hard my sophomore and my junior. Mm -hmm. So I started thinking, you know what, maybe this is an ulcer because I started having like my, um, like really fatigued and pain in my stomach. So I went to the doctor. They said, I probably have a bleeding ulcer and Mm -hmm. I need to go see somebody about that. I'm like, Mm -hmm. okay. So I my, at the end of my junior, at the end of my sophomore year, the beginning of my junior year in November, which is like two months after my junior year started, I turned 18. At the age of 18, obviously, I'm a, I'm a full grown adult and mm-hmm. I was working. I had my own insurance. And so what I did is I decided to go to the doctor and I didn't want to tell my parents that I had these problems because mm-hmm. I didn't want them to worry. OK, so I got there and they said and they said something. They're like, "Ah, uh, that is not that is not cancer. Thank God. Mm-hmm. I said, well, what is it then? They said, well, You're a male it's female. breast development. Mm. I'm like, what? I'm like, how is that possible? Right. And so they put me through a bunch of tests and they, that's where they did the chromosome test. That's where they did the, um, the hormonal test. And my hormones were at a normal level as a, of a cisgender female. Okay. So they said, that's not normal. And then they did an ultrasound and found out I had the uterus. So what I was having on, on a monthly basis was a period that now had no place to go. I so I was faced with the challenge. Do I get beat up mm-hmm. or, and let myself be this way mm-hmm. or do I stop it? And so I went to the, I went to the school. I went to the doctor. I just didn't want to tell my mom, my mom and dad. Cause right. like I said, what would just happen? I was embarrassed by it. Mm-hmm. They suggested I take the testosterone to stop this. So I did. And my plan was just to get me through high school, and then I'd figure it out. And um, what it did was I had, I didn't know that I had MS, which is a thing that can usually happen when you have chromosomal disabilities. Mm -hmm. So um, when I took the testosterone, it not only cost me a lot of my hair, Mm -hmm. it did stop the breast development, it did stop the period, but it also did one major thing to me, and that was start up the the, um, effects of my MS that I didn't realize I even was a, a candidate for. I see, so when I got out of school, I stopped it, and then's when um my c a h which is what that which is what I'm going back to that, that mm-hmm. produces extra testosterone than a normal female would have. I see. so those are the female that look a little bit more male
1: mm-hmm.
2: well, that's kind of what I had the same system system, so that took over, okay. so my testosterone never got over five hundred, but okay. it was enough to keep me looking like a man that mm-hmm. I after the shots that I took, mm-hmm. but it wasn't enough to keep. Um, and it was enough to keep the female stuff subdued, but it wouldn't give me all the traits that a man
1: would have. I see. But did you look like a man? If I were to pass you on the street, would I think you were a man or a very feminine looking man? Are you small in stature? I'm five, seven.
2: I got mm-hmm. female fingers and hands. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I always got picked on by that. I don't, ha- I didn't have the strongest, male Mm -hmm. face i was always said i look like a baby face Mm -hmm. um my skin was 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 very light i did look like a man when i started to grow a beard and that was that was one of the worst things i ever did because it was like it was patchy it grew in really patchy obviously because of this problem so um i I had this patchy like little goatee and Mm -hmm. it it was really it was really terrible okay but it never grew anywhere i never had to do anything so like once maybe every I don't know four months I had to really trim it other than Mm -hmm. that it didn't grow
1: so you looked you you would have looked like a man to me I mean I would have passed you on the street thinking that you were a man and you lived as a man we're gonna go to a break in about 30 seconds but you lived as a man for how long Uh, basically 40 years Wow and then you're back to being a female and we're gonna talk about that when we come back Um, do you feel this is a loaded question and I know we're almost up to a break but do you feel like the whole the LGBTQ community especially the Q you you have an abnormality that most people aren't going to have in their lifetime are they trying to kind of umbrella you as making you the forefront of this movement because you probably have the least amount of people in the country would probably have this right as opposed to somebody that just desires to be a man or a woman. You know what? Answer that when we come back. We'll be right back. More with Emma Dowd okay. from uh, It's Emma's World uh, radio show. When we come back, uh, we'll be right back.
0: lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. Hey there, welcome back to the
1: show. You assure me by Mark Kelly. Welcome back. We have a, an interesting hour in this uh, show today and I, I we're going to get to some very um, pointed questions. I want to talk about grooming. I want to talk about victimhood. I want to talk about the movement of, uh, of, of the LGBTQ, uh, TX actually, and uh, that, that part of it. And we're going to be talking about all of it. And then you can call up and ask questions in the last segment of the show. 888-673-1450. Emma Dowd joins me from um, It's Emma's World. She has a show and it's uh, syndicated. And she interviews entertainment and pop and, and you talk about life, all kinds of things on her show. And she's willing to share kind of her experience and, and what it's felt like to really have the issue of the abnormality that caused both sexes to occur in her life. And her the parents had to choose one. And she's gone uh, from, you know, male back and now female. And so we're going to talk about that, too. I also want to mention Balance of Nature. Please go get balanceofnature.com. 31 fruits and vegetables. We need your immune system to be good. We need all hands on deck. We need you. Please do not uh, neglect your immune system and get it up to par with our awful food supply We need to be taking a food supplement. This is the best one. Balanceofnature.com, code word Kate, gets you 35% off and free shipping please take advantage of it and get it right now. Cause I know you probably made new year's goals and those new year's goals are probably include health and this is the best way to get healthy. Um, so Emma, um, I was asking a question probably very poorly worded before we left, but I, do you feel like the LGBT, um, part of this has hijacked their movement from your abnormality that affects so few. Okay, so so few people have what you have, but that I think the the transgender movement is sort of sounding like they are all you. (laughs) So, do you want to comment on that?
2: Yeah, they have totally blanketed the intersex. And in fact, if you ever go to the LGBTQ website, you won't even see anything mentioned about intersex. So it's basically Mm. put under the transgender movement. Now, we do have some similarities. I'm not going to lie. I Mm -hmm. mean, like for me, I had to go through, I will have to go through some type of bottom surgery to fix myself. Right. And it, for them, they will have to go through a bottom surgery to reassign a genital that would be more to their, uh, to what they ad- identify as. Mm-hmm. So we do have some of the same things. I, because of the fact I have a, uh, chromosome abnormality and stuff, and it also affects my hormones. I, no matter which way I want it to be, I would have to be on some type of hormone okay so for the rest of my life that's just the way i am so we do have some similarities but the difference is is that we are wired as a female and or wired as a male and a lot of us don't even want to change a lot of them Mm -hmm. just are happy being a man or happy being a female um for me i didn't care either which way but when i stopped the testosterone my body quickly reverted so that was that was the situation i had to deal with and eventually i was no longer passable as a man so my body did it myself. And that's something that a lot of transgender people were really upset with me about, because they were like, well, how are you doing this? What are you doing for your transition? I said, absolutely nothing. Wow. I just sat down and did absolutely nothing. In fact, I didn't get on hormones until late in 2021. <laughs> and so technically I was living as a female in 2020, 2021, and then 2022. So I've only been on hormones for maybe a year. And mm-hmm. most of these people are already into their two to three year mark where they start to see these types of changes. I see. But yeah, they have totally taken that and, and blanketed the intersects And I'll tell you why. The biggest reason is, is that for me, when I talked to my surgeon, A, they didn't believe me. Because a lot of transgender people say that they're intersex. Right. However, I had the proof to back it up. Mm-hmm. But when, if they were, if I was to go, it, let's just say me and a transgender person were were to go and actually do um, the same type of thing at the exact same time,
1: mm-hmm.
2: in all technicality, they need two to four years minimum of mental treatment, like a, a psychotherapy or something like that, to prove that they are transgender before they can even go on to HRT and before they can do any type of surgeries after two years after the, the HRT to get mm-hmm. the surgery. Mm-hmm. For me, I didn't need any of the mental part. Right. Um, I only needed a year of the hormonal therapy and that's because when they do the, the, the uh, bottom surgery, it will screw up your hormones. So they wanted you to have a balance. So for me, because I already had an imbalance of hormones and it was already kind of in the way it's supposed to be, they only needed me to be a year and then I could do the bottom surgery. So okay. when you take like, a when you look at it, I'm looking at maybe a year, mm-hmm. year and a half tops for my entire process before I can get the surgery. For them, it's four, possibly mm-hmm. two, possibly four, and then another two years of hormones. So let's just take it at, at four, five, six, seven, eight. Worst case scenario, it's eight years before they can do something. And that's how they did it over in Sweden. Yes. So right now, what they're doing here is me. I went from eight years to a year and a half. Okay, and of course. They're anxious and they want to do that. So they have blanketed themselves as intersex so people.
1: So you live as a female now. What's been the difference yes. for you? What's been, what, what has been so, what's been striking? What strikes you about living as a man, now living as a woman?
2: Um, physically, it's my body matches how I'm supposed to be now. So I don't have to act weird. I don't have to um, hide my hands and my feet because they were feminine. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't have to explain myself all the time, but... Mm. If you want to look at it as the, the the differences between men and women i have a lot of men doubt me mm-hmm. uh, i have to be explained they explain stuff to me a lot Mm-hmm. Um, I went to, I went to a, uh, Lowe's one time and got a circuit, a circuit breaker. It was a, and it was a, it was a common circuit breaker. Mm-hmm. And I went there, I got the, the thing and the guy comes up to me and he goes, uh, can I help you? I said, no, no, I got the circuit breaker. He goes, well, let me see. Let me see. He mm-hmm. takes it, he looks at it. He goes, oh my gosh, you did. You actually got the circuit breaker. Mm-hmm. I'm like, like what? It's hard, <laughs> you know? So okay. it's like, because he saw it and I va- and he validated it, it was right. Even though I had the right thing. But because okay. I was a female, he wanted to make sure that I had the right thing. And I guess there's some chivalry in that. And I guess there's some, you know, mm-hmm. you know, arrogance inside of that. Right. So I do get treated differently. You right. know, before, if I fell and got hurt, people would be like laughing and saying, you know, suck it up, buttercup, be a uh-huh. man, don't cry, anything like that. Mm-hmm. Now they're like, oh, my God, you know, they come over there, help me. and they, they, You know, Um <laughs> It's just the way I'm treated is a lot different. There is a difference between how men and women are treated.
1: Okay. Which is, they're different. And so I actually love the differences of men and women. I, I, I really do. I love, I love it. And so, so as far as the, the movement and what's, transpired in the last 10 years and the the victimhood I I see a lot of the constant victimhood as the kind of shut up card like uh, um, if somebody has a question or somebody has a critique of how large how big the transgender movement is how it is really and truly invaded Hollywood how it's it's shown to represent so many people are feeling this way when I don't actually think it's very high Um, if I said victimhood to you, what would be your comment to that?
2: I'm not a victim. Mm. I never was a victim and I never will be a victim because I won't allow it to happen. Right. Um, but on the other side of that, a lot of people use that for the get out of jail free card and mm-hmm. I can do whatever the heck I want card. Right. And that bothers me. I mean, when you think about it, the LGBTQ at, at one point in time really had a problem. They had a valid reason to come together and, and March and, and fight for the equality. Cause I mean, in the, it, it, even up into the early two thousands, people were killed if they were gay. Mm-hmm. Uh, now that's not necessarily the case. And so, the the, the, the cisgender people, and I mean, the straight people were considered the bullies and the LGBTQ were being bullied. Mm -hmm. Now it's the LGBTQ bullying the cis people and the straight people into everything Mm -hmm. because they need to be, they need to feel like there's a victim, otherwise they can't, I guess there's just always something to complain about. Mm -hmm. And that bothers me greatly. And because of that, everybody else is being forced to accept their ideologies as crazy as it be, reject the science that we know is, is right. And it's making us feel like if we say anything, we're going to, we're going to lose our jobs. We're going to lose our our families. We're going to lose our livelihood. We're going to lose everything because everybody has, uh, everybody gets offended over something Mm -hmm. and that needs to stop. Okay. I don't know too many people that are being bullied right now because they're transgender or gay. Right. Years ago. Yes. Today, not so much. It's It's actually reversing.
1: It seems as though um, if somebody were killed, we have a justice system that would uh, that would that would pursue that as a murder and not even dependent on on sexuality or the reasoning. It would be a murder. Right. And so do you do you feel like they have they had so push that aside? do they have less rights cuz i i see i see a problem in america and the problem i see is that you have a guy that owns a rental rental unit and a couple comes in and let's say they're they're gay. Let's say they're transgender. And the person doesn't want to rent to them because they have a horrible record of renting. But then they walk out going, well, it was because I was transgender. I was gay. And that's the reason. So they infer their own reason upon the landlord. But then the landlord then is not able to make the decision on who gets to be in his own rental. It's then put up for fodder for discrimination. Is Do you see problems with that being used? Um, as far Absolutely. as like that, get out of free card, you know, jail free card. I can just claim it's because I'm a transgender.
2: Well, I want you to understand what our rights are. Mm-hmm. Our right is the the uh, right to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Are they killing you? No. Mm-hmm. Are they, do you have the same opportunity when you wake up every single solitary day to get out there and make, make mm-hmm. your money? Are you going to be d- denied it at one uh, workplace to another one? Yes, everybody does. Mm-hmm. You're not going to get every job you have. Right. Um, are you able to um, be who you are without discrimination? Mm-hmm. In this day and age, yes. So, what liberties and what rights are they taking from us?
1: Okay, they're not. Would it be what they are taking from? Mm-hmm. Go, ahead. go ahead.
2: What they can be taking from is somebody's personal idea of what they want to do, and every business has that right. Mm-hmm. So, if you go to somebody and they are religious and they don't want to accommodate mm-hmm. you. I would go somewhere else because I wouldn't want to be there anyway. That's why I would think. At the same point in time, mm-hmm. they have that ability to do so and it's not because they hate you. Mm-hmm. It's just because of the way that they live and if well, you do that has to anybody that. else in any way, shape, or form, you're, do, you're no better than they are. And I'm sure we've all done it to somebody at one point in time in our lives.
1: Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure there were things because I was a woman or because of my religious yeah. views. or, And I guess I could fall on that sword all the time and say, well, it was because of that. Because in my mind, it could be because of that. Maybe it's a totally different reason. So I think sometimes it can get skewed into what our world reality wants it to be rather than maybe even the reason. But I think, whoops, I think, uh, I, whoops, I, I think, um, as far as, as you're seeing this movement and how it has sort of, in my mind, kind of taken over the last decade, what is your view of the LGBTQ political movement?
2: I think that they're getting to the point where you believe our ideologies, or mm-hmm. you're not a part of our group. And I've seen that with a lot of detransitioners who have kind of gone, kind of gone against their ideologies. I see, and they're invalidating them because it actually shows that this is a problem. Um, I see them pushing a lot of bad things, especially upon children nowadays. Um, you know, these drag shows and stuff like that. Right. Yeah, they don't seem like it's that bad. But would you take your child to a burlesque show? No, it would be considered trashy. You're but right. because it's an LGBTQ show, they're trying to push this stuff upon people. Um, so it's true. No, they're no longer pushing equality and they're yeah. no longer pushing, um, you know, freedoms. Mm-hmm. They're actually pushing to get people to join the group. Yeah. And it's, it's, I believe it's actually hurting more. In fact, the LGBTQ is losing respect at a rapid rate nowadays. And I think it's all because of this.
1: I think it's a bait and switch too. It is a, uh, we're going to teach you love and tolerance and kindness by coming to this burlesque show um, with men dressed up as women. It's for children. And you're right. I think about the targeting of children. It's, it's uh and, and a lot of people will go along with it because they think that it makes them nicer or kinder but really and truly our children are involved so I look at it as more of a, a bait and switch but I want to get your take on that. She'll also take your calls too 888-673-1450 and I like that uh, Emma is so open and we'll just we'll talk about what she thinks what her beliefs are and this is what makes an interesting discussion I love this. Be right back more with Emma Dowd from um, it's Emma's world. Be right back.
0: There you go. Balance of Nature, changing the world one life at a time. It works. It took a a couple of weeks to get used to it. I'm trying to actually get others to try it because uh, I think it's that good. It it really does make things more regulated and consistent and you feel more normal. And, you know, I I go by results. I'm a results-oriented kind of guy, and the results with this stuff are very good. I mean, I do find that i'm s I'm sleeping most of the time sleeping better, I'm down like seven pounds, and I'm not doing anything special in terms of dieting. I'm just taking this and i'm I'm eating somewhat less because I'm not snacking. As much as I used to.
1: As a special holiday offer, get $25 off plus free fiber and spice with your first preferred order of fruits and veggies. This offer can end at any time. Call or go to balanceofnature.com and use discount code KATE.
0: lines are open now. Call 888 673 1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. May you always.
1: Ah, it's Winning Streak with Glenn Hazard. Great song.
0: I love music
1: (laughs) of all genres, and this one's a good one. Glenn Hazard, Winning Streak. Welcome back to the Kate Daly Show. Interesting conversation today. Before we go back, I just want to say, um, go to Inside Out Hyperbarics. If you want a way um, to have a, a hyperbaric machine in your home, I can't tell you enough about what it does for you and your health to get oxygen into the cell. And that's what it does. And they make it very easy to do this. And um, you can put it away easily. It's really awesome. Just over 200 bucks a month, which is actually a lot cheaper than a lot of people's medical bills that they're paying. And this can help with neuropathy and autoimmune and cancer. And I mean, you name it, getting oxygen into that cell is amazing. Go to InsideOutHyperbarics.com. Tell them we sent you. They're going to treat you well. And uh, they'll answer all your questions They, uh, what they offer for you to have in your home can help your family, your friends, and truly it is remarkable. And they have so many studies on this for 80 years. uh, It goes back and they know what benefits this has for just about everything, everything you can imagine, even brain trauma, everything. Please go to InsideOutHyperbarics.com. All right, Emma Dowd is the guest, and before I take some phone calls, and I know people are dying to ask you questions, I want to talk about one thing. Right now, in society, Emma, we have this thing going on. We have um, what I call, you know, the, the grooming of children, the targeting of children, and everybody should be asking why that is why that is happening, and not overlooking that because what people are doing in my city, um, we had a, a farmers market, and they wanted to bring in the people that control the farmers market wanted to bring in drag Santa and put them behind a curtain. And then targeted kids to come and sit on drag Santa's lap um, behind this curtain. Very strange. Very weird. And do it all in the name of love and tolerance. So the city council members and the mayor were like, oh, my gosh. Well, we need to do this because it's loving and kind. So don't rock the boat. Don't say anything about it. Or they'll come after us. And whatever they want to do is fine. Whatever they want to do, it doesn't even matter. There's no boundaries anymore. It doesn't even matter if it targets kids. We're fine with that. Please go ahead and do it. Now, something is extremely wrong with that in my mind. And I want to hear from you what you think of that. It is extremely wrong.
2: I mean, first of all, your drag shows are still sexualized in nature. Mm -hmm. So what you're doing is essentially taking something that, I mean, it is funny for adults. we were exposed to it, but for them, it's not. So kids don't understand this. And unfortunately, I hate to say this. Did they physically check out that Santa to make sure that they didn't ha- that they're not a sexual predator mm-hmm. or anything like that? A lot. I've been seeing a lot of this online where a lot of these people are in drag and all these and and you know these LGBTQ um, influencers are literally you know, going after children and, Mm -hmm. and they're, they're kind of like borderline molesters Mm -hmm. or borderline predators. Right. So that's what you got to worry about. And you got to worry about that with everything. It's not just this particular situation, but it seems to be prevalent in the LGBTQ. It's like a, a weird kind of uh, cult type of situation. But the one that I was, that I was also reminded of, Mm-hmm. if a couple uh, not even a not even uh, a few months ago there was a show in in london mm-hmm. and it was a comedian that was uh transgender mm-hmm. and dressed up in women's clothing and so he you know getting on there playing the, the the piano gets up and says well thanks to live tv i can do crazy stuff like this and they can't stop me strip naked i mean you could see everything on uh, you could see his his everything mm-hmm. and unfortunately there was no way to bleep that out the people were, were clapping probably because they were in shock but think about this that person got nothing if that was you or me mm-hmm. we would have been arrested we probably would have had yep. a very hefty fine mm-hmm. we never would have been allowed on television again it would have ruined our career and i not only that we also probably would have been put on a sexual predators list for either indecent exposure Mm -hmm. or something like this. Right. So
1: we don't because it's trans because he's trans LGBTQ, then they get to do what they want. So they've created a whole new limitless boundary. There's no boundaries at all. And, and people are more or less bullied into going along with it in the name of love intolerance.
2: Yeah. I mean, I think of it this way. I don't care what anybody does with their life. Mm -hmm. I will love everybody exactly as they want to. I will not judge them. Mm -hmm. I will not hate them. Mm -hmm. But I guarantee you, um, we cannot allow this stuff to just kind of happen and be considered bigots and transphobes and homophobes and everything like that. It's a bad word that they're using to bully us to comply and give them a free reign. So I'm not a transphobic. I'm not, I'm not homophobic. I love everybody. Right. I will support everybody, but I do have a problem when it comes to certain natures of how they're acting because you wouldn't expect that from a, from a straight person. You shouldn't expect that from this as well.
1: Amen. We have a caller for you. Go right ahead. Caller. You're on the line with Emma Dowd. Go right ahead caller you're live okay (laughs) not answering all right Uh, we'll take your calls 888-673-1450 888-673-1450 i know you will probably have some questions from the audience just please keep it short audience so we can get to as many calls as we can but let me you know i i I can res- I, I like that you can see the big picture with this and identify because a lot of people, I feel like they're so into their own emotions about it that they can't see beyond that. And then it becomes this emo- this, this big emotional tug- of war rather than looking at this logically, reasonably and more big picture. Okay, Hello? caller, caller, go right ahead. you're live. Go right
0: ahead. But yes. Um, Emma, I just wanted to say thank you uh, for this. and this is a very informative discussion that took place I just happened to turn on Kate Daly today I got intrigued by the topic Awesome. I do know people that are struggling with this type of bigotry is not quite the right word but the the struggles of the the transgender and different things I really appreciated your insights and opinions on this topic as it hits Really close to home to me mm-hmm. right now with different things that are taking place with people that I know. Do you have a question? So I just wanted to say mm-hmm. thank you very oh. much for coming on and uh, sharing your insights and opinions on this topic. It Wonderful. was uh, very informative. Thank, thank you very much. You.
1: Thank you for that. Well, thank you. Oh, nice. <laughs> I love that, and I love that you're calling out the movement in hijacking. You have a, an issue that. It was was, it was it came from birth there. There's very few people that have that have this um, chromosome issue. And I do feel like the whole T movement, the whole transgender movement almost masquerades as having your issue. And then demanding things because of that. Do you feel like, so I asked you this in the beginning too. So sorry if I'm repeating. I just, I feel like they've hijacked you. And because I can understand if somebody has a legitimate issue, but I feel like a lot more people are grooming people to question, especially kids, question their identity, question their identity and, and all on the guys that it's, that they haul are, are part of this tiny percentage, but that they're grooming kids to want to question it.
2: They Are and honestly, they're making it a cult and that, or a or, or mm-hmm. fad, I should say. Now, right. back in the day when we had emo and all these other types of things, you know, when we grew out of it, we stopped wearing the dark makeup, we start, stopped wearing right. the, the heavy clothes, we were back mm-hmm. to normal. Mm-hmm. When this is over with, it's a major problem. There are so many detransitioners right now, that is a major problem. A couple of years ago, that wasn't a problem. And when you are trans, you want to be that way. You don't second guess anything. Mm -hmm. So, and if they had gone through the proper therapy of it, they would understand that even though you are trans, you may not necessarily need to go to the extreme. Right. So this is why this is so important. And for me, I have medical conditions. My whole thing, my whole life is, is upside down. I need mm-hmm. special treatments. I need, um, mm-hmm. I, I am more at risk for, uh, you know, autoimmune diseases and stuff like this simply mm-hmm. because of my chromosomes. Right. So when doctors don't take me seriously, mm-hmm. I have to defend myself just to go see a doctor because transgender people have been calling out intersex for right. years Would you- and this is a problem.
1: Would you like to see, I have a caller on hold right now. um, So we'll get to the message to the caller, but would you like to see more people stand up to this? Would you like to see people be vocal about this? Um, And then of course, you know, how would you like to see, are you stunned at the silence of Americans because they're kind of bullied into shutting up about it? Are are, would you like to see them?
2: I would like to see them. And it's important because when people start to bully you, you you are now at, at risk and we got to protect the people that are being influenced because it's so easy to influence people today. Right. And it's, it's easy, I mean, look at that person over there is getting so much attention. So I want that same attention. Right, right. But it's going to have dire consequences. It's not makeup and clothes. Yeah. It's more than that.
1: You're right. So you're yeah, right.
2: we do need to stand up for this and don't worry about being called names. That's what they use to keep you down. A name <laughs> so is true. only as good as you allow it to to, uh,
1: to affect you. Okay. If you don't allow it to affect you, it means nothing. Let's take the caller. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. Hi, hi, Kate. Hi, hi Emma. I wanted to ask you a question. Mm-hmm. When do you think it is an appropriate age to ask a child what gender he thinks he is? Okay.
2: 18. 18. Okay. Um, and i'll tell you why okay and that's because of the fact that if you looked at jazz when she went through her, mm-hmm. her therapy i remember they put show. her on hormones very young and so she didn't develop correctly mm-hmm. and so when it came to her surgery because she truly is transgender she didn't have enough and it made it even more uh detrimental to her health right. and it could have gone really wrong it's important to have all of your uh your physical characteristics developed before you do a transition. And at 18 for most people, then's when it stops.
1: I see. I see. And so now that this now that the well, let, let's take another phone call real quick. Hi caller, welcome to the show. Go right ahead.
2: Hi, Hi. I just wanted to say thank you also for speaking up because it's very brave and we do need more people to speak up. My concern is these children. I just read an article in Texas where this father took the ex-wife to court because he, she wants to turn their daughter into a son, mm. and he fought that, and the court, um, he lost in the court. He
1: lost. Oh,
2: and so. He lost in the courts, and now the mother can go with the hormone um, mm-hmm. and the transformation, and this child is only 10 years old. Oh, And that's, yeah. I, I think not only do we need to speak up and we need to protect people, but we need the courts and the justice system to also realize that these are children. Yeah.
1: And at the age of 18, they can make their own decisions, but when they're 10, 11, and 12, They can't make those decisions. Let's let Emma weigh in on this. Thank you so much, caller. Uh, Emma?
2: Sadly, I've heard a lot of this. And Mm -hmm. they are weaponizing the LGBTQ against this. And a lot of the times, it's one way of doing it with, um, like, let's just say you were born a a girl and you really wanted a son. Mm -hmm. So it's a way of of basically manipulating what you wanted, and they're going to get away with it. Um, A lot of the times, it's a way of hurting the other parent. Mm -hmm. Um, there are lots of different reasons why they're doing this and it needs to stop because it's basically weaponizing the LGBTQ against the, against the family and not coming together correctly. Um, if that child is truly this way, I don't have a problem with the LGBTQ getting involved as long as what they're doing is they're putting the child through therapy. Mm -hmm. And and when the child gets older and the mothers can, and if they are truly transgender, Mm -hmm. the mother can get her wish at that point in time. But to do this and strip the parent, the other parent of the right to even see the children and lose custody of the children because of something like this, that's uh, a big problem. And a lot of a lot of the detransitioners are between the ages of 18 to 24, mm-hmm. which means that this was happening a lot earlier in life than we expected. Yeah, so absolutely. this is I I applaud the father for standing up for this and right. I don't think he should give up. So but have, he is fighting against the LGBTQ.
1: So true, and they're very politicized, and they're they have a lot of pockets of people they call upon. the 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 only death threats I've ever received are from the LGBTQ, which is. Really yeah. ironic, isn't it? So, Me too. <laughs> yeah, right. So I was just going to ask that we have, we only have about a minute and a half left and we have a lot of people listening that, that see what's happening. They don't agree with, with what's going on. There's a lot of people that remain silent. And, um, what's your message to people? And I know that you've gotten blowback from the LGBTQ community, but what's your message in a minute and a half to, to those listening that are really concerned?
2: You know, what's right you know what is right to do and what's not right to do.
1: We can't just turn our
2: blind eye because we're afraid of being called a name or afraid of be, call, of be calling out and losing our, our, our livelihood. They can't fire or cancel everybody. Right. Stand up for what's right. And if it means you know putting yourself in a little bit of conflict, do it. It's mm-hmm. gonna change somebody else's life. That's what I'm here for. I wanna make sure that one child or one person won't go through the same path that I'm doing. And it's not easy, I do get a lot of blowback. But don't give up your. You don't have to give up your your uh, religious beliefs or anything like that to to be treat people like a, a human being, yeah. like a brother
1: and sister. I think most people so, are already kind,
2: <laughs> nice. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so just be you and stand up for what's right, as opposed to giving into what's wrong.
1: I love that. Uh, it's emmasworld.com. It's emmasworld.com. And she's got a, gr- she's got a show. Um, you can actually uh, contact her there and talk with her. I really appreciate you coming on and being candid. I will have you back, Emma, because I love these discussions. And so I thank you for coming on and being candid and sharing what your heart and what you've been through.
2: Thank you. This is a, a blessing to talk to everybody out there. I hope I helped one person. And if I did, then it made it all worthwhile.
1: Oh, I love that. Thank you so much. Emma Dowd. It's emmasworld.com. You can go check that out. And a big thank you again. Be, we'll be back tomorrow. I have John the Wheelman with me. And um, we're going to have a lot tomorrow. And I've also got Dr. Peter McCullough interview tomorrow. And uh, just so much. So join us tomorrow. Be faithful. Be fearless. See you here tomorrow. katedalyradio.com. Radio Hold on for just a moment, Emma.